welcome to Unplug with Annie. It's me, Annie, and I am back for another beautiful, intimate conversation with a fellow creative. I learn so much from these conversations, and above all, I leave feeling so inspired, and I hope, and my wish is that you feel the same. Even if you can't apply it to the thing that you're particularly doing, I still think there is something of extreme value that you can take away from these conversations. And ultimately, I hope that you like it enough to share it with people you love and continue to follow Unplug and support this channel. You can follow and stay updated on IG, Unplug with Annie, and also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, or whatever your preferred platform is. Until the next conversation, I hope you enjoy this. Lots of love from me. Hi everyone, welcome to a brand new episode on Unplug with Annie. I have a very good friend on the show today. Her name is Julie Gautier. Julie has worked in VFX primarily, well for the longest time where she had an incredible career working for brands such as Marvel, Disney, Warner Brothers and Netflix and then she decided that she wanted to transition, that it wasn't something that was really bringing her joy. And that's what I want to dive into and talk about more today. She realized that she is a creative being, but her strong passion was for short form videos and storytelling and that social media was calling her. And we're also going to talk about the fact that she absolutely is a travel nomad and has lived in so many different countries, including London and France. And now she's in Canada. Um, So we're going to talk about all of that. She's an athlete, producer, creator, and entrepreneur, and she definitely is someone who moves with intention and purpose. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Unplug with Annie. Hey, Annie. Thanks for having me. It's so great to be here. It's so good to have you. I know we've been trying to arrange this for the longest time, so it's it's so good to finally have you on. Um, Thank you. So firstly, just, yeah, I want to dive into your journey a little bit. Um, You've you've had like a complete shift in your career path recently and would love to hear about how life was prior to this shift and and what made this shift happen. Sure. Well, quickly about my background, I uh, went to study in LA where I studied journalism and broadcast, so all video, but more into the storytelling side of journalism, which is something I've been passionate about. But I thought working on news wasn't so much my thing. So I went into um, commercial, which I also loved, but also it was missing that type of human side behind the story. It was all about very like sales, but in a very aggressive way. Um, did this for a couple of years when I was quite younger. And then after I moved into film, so I've worked on the, the like major films everybody's seen in VFX. So the Marvels, Disney, Netflix, you call it. My last name is on it. And I've done it for a few years. And I know you and I have been talking about it for so long. <laughs> I always felt like it wasn't my place to be at like I felt like a number in a large industry I wasn't making that much money people it was more from the outside it looks very glamorous but from the inside or something was missing for me where I felt I'm not using
using my soul. I'm not using my creativity. I could live tomorrow and someone would just replace me and I'm just a number in this major machine. And um, I've been wanting to get out of this system a lot, but obviously you're in it, you're in films and you're like, what am I going to do with my life? This is what I've been doing for a few years obviously COVID hit. Um, when COVID hit, I, I've been put on furlough. So it really made me stop completely and think what I'm going to do. And um, I've always wanted to like stick with that video type of format because I love, love image, very creative, very visual. And um, But they didn't know really where I was going to go. So I did took a lot of time off and spent time with my family, um, also with myself. And that has been probably the most challenging time, I would say, of my life, like where I felt completely lost. I'm like, I have no idea what I want to do. But I knew something is I wanted to work where my values align, right? I even thought if I have to work in a coffee shop and just meeting people and be happy every day, I'm cool with it. Like for me, this like glamour of the TV and the film did like wasn't attracted to me because I've done it. Like I worked in LA, I worked with major celebrity, I worked in London on a few films. It didn't attract me anymore. I'm like, I've seen the other side. It's not glamorous. It's actually the opposite of who I am. Don't want to be in it. I want something like better for myself. Um, and obviously, I've always been very like keen with like short format video, YouTube, social media. And that, that's where my shift started with I just like jumped into that field. And I've been loving it. It's been, it's been quite recent. I would say like the last two years, I've been more on it, um, working with bigger and bigger clients as of today and just loving it and it's such like it's I'm not really feeling it's my work it's just something that I love to explain to people to help people with their own storytelling but different type of um, video format and I feel now I bring my values into each brand and this is how I'm able to be like okay I'm value to this job I can keep on going with this for now Wow. Wow. Okay. There was, <laughs> there was a lot, a lot in that, which I think was like super, super valuable. So, I mean, now that you feel like you're more aligned, was it, were there things on the path when you were previously doing the VFX work, which was, I don't know, was it like your intuition kicking in telling you that maybe you're not on the right path? Like, did you have certain signs where you were just like, what was it about that journey? And and did you, and then what made you kind of squash that voice? Because it's taken time for you to then take a leap and go in a new direction. Um, yeah. So what, yeah, what, if you could speak on that. That is super, it's such a good question. But I would say like one day I was, it was quite early in London, like, like early morning. And I remember just sitting at my desk and seeing the people coming in and everybody was so unhappy. And I'm just like, wow, we're working on a model, this major films that make people so happy. And we're just like so miserable people. We were overworked. We are underpaid. Um, there's a lot of mental health issue in this industry. And I'm just sitting there at my desk and I'm just like, there's no way. There's no way I become like everybody else around me that's not like striving at their job. Like, obviously, you have days that are super hard. But for me, it's like, if you don't find joy to go to your job every day, 
change job. I honestly thought to myself, if I can't figure out for now, I'm just going to work in a coffee shop where I'm just going to chat with people and have a different type of vibe, right? I think this would sparked in me and also just realizing that basically because it's the idea of a director and then the artist of building all the assets on computer you're just in the middle so you're just passing the message the idea of the film wasn't coming from me obviously the film is able to come to life because of all of us that make it happen, right? It's a little job from everybody. But at the same time, it wasn't me. It wasn't my idea. I'm just reflecting someone's idea. So there's a time where I felt a bit like just a secretary and nothing against that, but I feel... For me, I'm more than that. Like I, I want, I have something to say and I have a voice and you can't have a loud, loud voice in the industry. And as a woman, it's also very difficult. And um, I've been pushed around a lot, I felt, in that industry because you take too much space, because you try to change things. Because also for me, the well-being of other people was super important, but it's always been that way. And it's been managed by people who have a lot of money and money drives people absolutely insane and it just wasn't reflecting where I was and neither where I want to grow you know so wow so is there anything which you feel uh, talking about the film industry though and like especially speaking on mental health because that's something Mm -hmm. I'm really passionate about and obviously I'm kind of doing work in the industry currently so I would love to know your thoughts on how you think uh, you know, one can that industry can like benefit from from what kind of change it can benefit from. What what is gonna help the mental health situation in the industry? Well, I would say first of all, you pay people, right? Like if you ask people to pay on like the film that's going to make billion and billion of dollars to one person on top, the people at the bottom should be paid. Um, that's number one. I would say that helps, right? Mental health often comes with the lack of financial problems, you know, financial problems. Um, and I would say the time, like asking people sometimes to stay at 1 a.m. because we have a latest change coming from the director. Like the power of saying no is so important. And I've been like an activist for saying yes and you know me like I've been jumping from I've been saying yes to a lot of people and trying new things but I'm strong with the no like there's a calm time someone has to step in and say no like someone has to sleep in someone has to eat well someone has to see um their family I know so many people sometimes would not even see their kids during the week And to me, that was just like it's just and it's very hard to get out of it because I understand once it's your life and that's what you want to do. And that's what you study. That's what you're good at it. You want to stay in it. I understand. But I feel there's other people in the industry should step in and just change that dynamic and the speed of it. And I know a few things has been changed after COVID, but to me, it's not enough from what I'm, you know, still hearing from all the people that I've been working with. And it's, um, you know, there's just so many studies and this charity, even in London that has stepped in because, um, the societal rate in the VFX industry is quite high. And obviously, this is alarming. Um, but it is very, very difficult. Um, it's very a lonely type of job, too. You work long hours for a long time. You've been asked over and over to change something. And I think sometimes like, people have stepped in. But it is controlled by the money and the powerful people on top, always. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I know that me and you have spoken a ton about saying no, (laughs) which you've just mentioned, and like implementing boundaries. And sometimes, obviously, when we're in situations where there is like a dynamic of power to some degree, or, you know, you have an an employer uh, above you, sometimes it's really difficult to have those conversations to actually ask for what you need. Right. But it's sounding like that. That's what we need to do more and more of. And, and sometimes we operate from a place of fear because we don't want to miss out or be left out. Um, especially in the industry, even as an actor, if I'm thinking about it, like I might be scared to, to say something because I think like, oh, yes. yeah, are they going to let go of me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think too, sometimes is like as a woman, it's hard for people to believe you until you have a mental freak out at jo- like at work. Like for me, um, I've always been quite strong at work and standing up for others and stuff. But I think the only time I've been listened um, that someone actually took me in the office and told me, talk to me was when I had to cry in front like of everybody. And like, it's been like, you know, heard from other people and people that this happened to Julie last night in the office. And that's when I've been, you know, when I've been wanting to talk to people and to change things, but when you talk to people on top, they always say, oh, let's let's have another chat in six months. Let's, you know, we can't do much right now. It's always like pushing the problem away. And for me, it's like, you're not taking me seriously. You're not taking other people seriously. Um, and also it's a bit of a bittersweet because you always think you can change things and you can make things better. But I think I've also learned as you get older, sometimes the change is letting go. It's putting yourself into different environment because not everything going to change in your generation, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. That's, that's like, yeah, that's a key. <laughs> Letting go is a, a very hard, hard lesson only coming yeah. to realize. Um, yeah. So now there's been a huge shift. Obviously, your life has just taken a different direction. Not only has a job changed, you've moved countries. I've moved to country again, <laughs> again, again. So yeah, for, for those who don't know, Julie, she <laughs> she is a bit of a nomad. She's lived in, in a whole bunch of different countries and just had some amazing, incredible experiences though, because it's informed so much of who you've become, like yeah. meeting other people, going to these new places. How much has travel kind of, I, I, I guess, Oh my gosh, it's, I can't, you know what, I can't even put in this into words. To me, it has been the biggest teaching lesson of my life. It's something that is so hard to do. But every time like I do it, I'm like, this is the last time I do it. And then there's something else in me that makes me want to do it again. It's very like, uh, it's not like starting over because in a way I feel it's bringing you back where you need to start building everything when you move to a new city. Um, but I think like I understand myself on a whole nother level that other people don't, you know. And I think too, I am very um, optimist and joyful. And I've met so many people that have made my life so much better, you know, and obviously including you, Annie. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know what like it's been I can't it's really hard for me to understand and I'm still in it you know I moved obviously from Quebec to London uh, to LA 
LA to London and then I did London to Paris. Um, but also it made me realize people live differently and you pick some type of values that fit with where you are in your life, you know. Um, but it's been very challenging. But also I really feel I bring something different in my job daily with in my career just because of the places I've been to. And I and I feel I have a better understanding when people don't think like me or when they work a different way because I've always been someone who's different from everyone. I speak different. Like I have a weird, different accent. Some people say it's British, <laughs> American, Canadian, French. Like it's really strange. And I also feel the like I'm more adaptable to others for sure in any situation. Like I've been through so much where um, it's really having like a positive impact. But I always urge people and encourage people to move like especially when you you can obviously move if you're with you know your partner but there's something so liberating and powerful um to move by yourself to a new city and discovering like life like this is your life you know you were born kind of alone and you will die alone like you make sure you do something in between for yourself and you you feel life differently and not with someone but just within yourself and this for me has been like honestly my my path and my drive and it has helped me so much and also I just I love life better because I've moved to different places and that's sometime I'm holding on to this when I have really like hard days knowing that there's just so much out there and I will never even grasp like half of the this planet that we live on. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's so, it takes a lot of courage and bravery. And I think like when I think of you, I think of someone who's fearless because I just think that it's so difficult to do that. And I think a lot of the times people make that, um, it, it, it's not, well, it's, it's not necessarily a judgment, but people have that perception that if they change mm -hmm. direction in something mm -hmm. means they failed. So whether, yeah. whether it's like a career change or even moving a city, it's almost like there has to be a reason to do that. Like you have to be at the edge of your rope. But yeah. for yeah. you, I don't feel like you've ever waited to get to the edge no. of the rope. So, no. <laughs> so yeah, like, so what, what, what is the secret sauce there? Is there something that you have you noticed like when you look back and reflect mm. were there these moments or these feelings that yeah. you had which was like okay I know what this is this means I need to change yeah for me was um listen life is incredible precious and it's I'm not just saying this lightly I've lost friends from violence I've lost friends from suicide um I also have two of my friends right now who battle in cancer um I don't want any regret in my life. I just want to do it. I'm not going to wait that I have more money into my account. I'm never going to have enough. I'm not going to wait that I'm in the right position in my life to do something that has never been the way I want to live my life. And I think this is one thing where if people listen, if they can take away is do it now. You know, don't wait a perfect occasion to open open that nice bottle. Don't wait that perfect occasion to wear that dress you wanted to wear. Like, just do it now. The moment is always now. You have to create it for you. Um, that's where I feel I take my life on. And I mean, I'm knocking on wood, but if something would happen to me tomorrow, like, I want people just to be happy. Like, I honestly lived it all. And I lived it deeply. 
and I also lived it at my own pace and moved, you know, my, and this is for Ashley, my, my, uh, ex boss that I love so much. She has said to me, there's something that people doesn't know about you is you will move at your own pace and you will decide what's right for you at that moment. Even if we give you a lot right now, if that's not what you want, you won't take it just because you're so in tune with yourself. And this to me was like, I finally arrived in a place in my life where I feel nothing else can control me. Money, title, or anything else doesn't control wow. me. So going back to your question is like, I've never moved for a job. I've never moved for a man. I've never moved for money. <laughs> I've always moved for me. I've always moved because I'm just like, it's happening now. Like, if I'm thinking about it now and I have this passion and this excitement, this is now. In a month, maybe the excitement's gonna die because I'm gonna find another job here. I'm gonna find a guy, whatever reason that can make you sometimes stay. So when I have something in me, I just got to do it now. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I love that. I really, really do. I think it's it's so important. It's so important. And like you said, life is so precious. So, yeah. for, I mean, for people struggling, because it looks like you are in a place of alignment, but you're not, it's not something you just preach, you actually live. But how yeah. do you, how do you listen to, to that voice? Because I know you said that nothing else shifts you and you've managed to find that like security in yourself like you know who you are so for someone struggling to figure out who the hell am I when I shut all the outside voices around me how do you actually figure that out that's a good question I would say personally for me was keeping my close friends around being so vulnerable, um, you know, sending voice notes to my friends and just crying and feeling so lost, completely naked and not knowing where to go. I think the more you unpack, the better you can pack your bag, right? Mm -hmm. And I think for me was to be so vulnerable and also to be honest with myself. One day I look at myself, I'm like, why do you love working in film? Or just because it's cool to show on the credit, you know, Julie Gauthier at the end of the credit and it's nice to be in a movie. Does that bring you joy every day? Does that bring you money into your account? No. So what are you doing? You know, to face yourself with honest question, to pose, to not, um, you know, I talk about doing it now, but I think sometimes being patient in a sense of staying that, staying that fog, staying with the clouds, you know, figure out, feel the rain on your skin, cry. Um, I've done this for a long time. Um, just waking up and the only thing that could make me wake up was knowing that I could breathe and I had, you know, um, my gym going for me where I could just, you know, feel my, my body and movement. And I just write a lot too. And I also read a lot of books. And, you know, I always encourage people to read books, to listen to podcasts, but I also feel there's a type of people that just do it constantly. They're going to like focus so much on the podcast and reading books about self-help and stuff like this. But sometimes you just got to close the book, put the phone away and actually do the work. And doing the work is heavy sometimes it's letting go people that are not right for you sometimes is moving back to a very small studio apartment in a different place of town so you can figure out like there's so many steps that I've done like my life has never been like this my life has been like sideway but oh my so much has been like in the back and then we go in the front and back like and I think that's where people don't know like um 
yes, I love to talk about my highlights, but I've been to a point where I didn't have much money into my account left, or, you know, I went through different health issues as well, or like losing another job after another job or not getting paid. Like there's so many things that went through my road. But I think if you remember you why and you focus on like, who you are and finding who you are is honestly by moving like I always say mood follows action <laughs> and you've got to keep on going in order for you to discourage yourself you don't discourage yourself by like meditating every day and breathing and just sitting uh, you know like with the candle and the essential oils and I'm all for it every day I do it but I make movement and I try and I try all the time and I fail. Oh my gosh, I've felt like, you know, I've been fired in my life. I've lost so much. And there's so many things that have happened to me, but I feel like I people think I get a lot of things, but it's just because I try hundred to get one, you know? Yeah. And I think there's nothing, once you realize, like, just try it. If you lose, it's an experience, it's a lesson. Mm-hmm. I think that's how I see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I I think finding your why is such a key thing that you have touched upon, because again, if it's not bringing you joy, and if the reason, especially in the entertainment industry, I feel like so much of it, going back to what you said right at the beginning, is about the glamorous element. I've had so many people like ask me, oh, how did you start getting into acting? Or what can I do? And like, the first thing I try and say is also like, can you see yourself doing this even if the money isn't coming in like because it's not just the fun and games and all that stuff it's like the daily grind and you have to love the process of it as well and it yeah it has to bring you joy it has to bring you joy and I've had so many people say to me oh you can't love your job every day and I'm like yes you can and if you can't find that little bit that makes you you know, be like motivated to do that work change and you can come back to it. Right. Like, you know, you say you're an actress and, and sometimes like, I'm sure you have tough days and you're going to, okay, next time I'm going to take a project. I'm going to take a singing project. I'm going to take a teaching project. Like you can still stay in that creative field, but you can change. But I believe that if you work, if you go to work and you're sitting in a metro every day and you look around yourself and you feel you're you're just unhappy to be here, you've got to change something because the truth is life is so hard. It's so hard. There's so many like waves that's coming your way. Don't you want to be in a space where you actually can swim through the wave when it comes your way because you won't be able to stop it. And that's why for me, it's so important. And until today, even now I'm working I'm very happy at my job and I love what I do. I'm telling you, if in three months it doesn't bring me joy, I will move away. And I don't mind the step I'm going. Again, you got to listen to self. And another thing I want to add is like, don't listen to what society tells you, right? I worked in the biggest film, which was super cool. And then I worked for a security company after that. Like, there's no right or wrong. Just do something that's going to help you your next step or at least going to help you as for now and stop like romantize like the outside of something you know we all do this like some like I wish people could actually know what it is to work in the film industry or like some people I wish they knew what it means to be a celebrity and to actually lose all your creative side of it because you're just in this machine and once you understand that you live your life differently you move differently and I think 
the happiest people, the more peaceful in peaceful mind, peaceful souls are just the one that move at their own space and they just they just don't mind like nothing else can control them. They're just in their path and it's beautiful to be at. Yeah, yeah. No, as he was speaking, it just reminded me of I think it was Jim Carrey who who said, right? Like I, I wish everyone yes. could be famous and rich so they knew it wasn't it was in the answer. Um yeah. yeah. Well I mean I feel like I feel like we could just talk about so many different topics yeah. and, and could go on and on and on. We'll have to do like a part two and a part three and a part four with you, Julie. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, like really, really. And it's it's so incredible all the things that you have achieved and how you choose to live your life. I think it's really, really, really powerful. And as a woman as well, I think we need people like you, uh, you know, to have as role models, um, because you touched upon what society says, I think half of the issue is a lot of the times us listening to other people and worrying about what will they say, what will they think? Yeah. Um, yeah. Something that it makes me think, I just want to add on this that I want people to take on, you can change your life whenever you want, right? You don't need to move to a new country to do that. You don't need to change partner to do that. You can just tell your story again the way you want to tell your story. You can sell yourself the way you want to sell yourself. You can just wake up one day and just be like, I want to be, I want to become that person. Let me move that way. You can be who you want to be. And you can also change your life anytime, at any moment, at any age. Like this has been, if you people can look up on my LinkedIn, like they're gonna see, like, oh my gosh, she's done some so many things. Because one day I'm just like, oh, let me just reintroduce myself. My name is <laughs> I always say it like, let me just reintroduce myself. Oh. I've changed. You know, this is me now, like yeah, I'm in that season. And so that's where I always say people change, like retell your story, work on that thing inside of you, you know. Well, I I mean, I so love that. I just started reading this book called Fast Like a Girl. And literally a fact that I learned this morning was that the body literally renews itself every seven years. And yes. I was just like, what? And it really <laughs> ties into what you've just said about, you know, just embracing it and reintroducing yourself and starting again. I think that's, yeah. that's amazing. That's so good. That's so good. Um, I want to just quickly ask you about, because I think mental health is so important and unplugging in general is so important. I know there's so many things that you do, but what are like maybe the top three things that for you are like non-negotiables? It's like, this is me, my time. I need to do this for me. Mm. Um, So it would be the time to cook my food. Okay. Um, I think often we uh, in a rush and we're going to eat fast food because we don't have the time. So for me, it's a time to cook my food, right? Mm-hmm. Second is the time to eat my food. So if I'm too busy, I work every day and I can't have an hour without my phone or just digesting my food and having that mindful approach with food. Again, I'm not in the right place. And the third is movement. You know, mood follows action. This is the biggest thing biggest thing I, I would say um so every type of movement obviously I'm in, I, I'm a gym fan and I love to be at a gym and lifting but it can be walking it can be just sitting by a tree like it has to be like type of movement with nurture like once you look at outside and just realize how much 
like this world is incredible and it always grow itself and there's different seasons different movement you realize humans are kind of the same way mm-hmm. um but when you're stuck into that huge city fast life you cannot forget about that so i would say like the time to eat the time to cook time to eat and movement are my three things non-negotiable and obviously after comes community friends family love life and stuff like this but for me in order to be okay with my partner my job my friends I need those three on top and if I can't have this I'm gonna change absolutely yeah wow incredible yeah so Julie is a phenomenal cook (laughs) absolutely incredible I'm gonna definitely when this goes out I'm gonna plug in her her social accounts if you want to give her a follow because she's doing some some great things um definitely involving food too that's, that's, that's something I have to say um it's been so incredible to have you on and have this conversation and it's just the last thing that I really love to ask guests is what is the the legacy that you want to be remembered for what would you like to like leave behind um yeah oh gosh I would say like people can do whatever like choose who you want to become at any time change don't follow any rules I would say that's number one second would be something with climate change I you know I'm vegan and I work a lot with on that side too in my life and for me it's to help the other generation I think they're gonna face challenges that we won't probably see maybe at the end of our life and this is something that is very important for me so I would say my legacy would just be that and to find um to inspire people by little thing it can just be like are you appreciating your coffee every morning with the music you want to listen to if that's if I could inspire you to do that then I'm I'm good (laughs) that's my legacy that's awesome small joys small joys I I saw you had like yeah you had a coffee cup the coffee cup came in a few times I'm I'm doing the same yeah it's the best is the best coffee in the morning and and yeah just take it easy life is is very difficult and reach out to people ask for help and knowing that everything can change at any moment and um you know the cloud always passed so when it's difficult it will always pass it's never forever yeah yeah amen to that um Oh my goodness. Well, it was absolutely brilliant having you on. Thank you for your time. I know you're in a different time zone out in Canada. Um, We made it happen. Thank you. And I I definitely am going to be waiting till till we do this again, because I think we need another conversation. It's so good. You're an amazing uh, woman, Annie, and thank you for all what you do and bring so many creative people on this podcast and your platform. And you're a magnet of good people around you, good energy. And I've, you know, I've connected with so many of your friends already. And it's just amazing. Keep doing what you do. You're so good at it. And you're in the right place. Oh, thank you, lovely. Speak thank soon. You. Bye. Bye. that's a wrap on another episode of Unplug with Annie. I really hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed having this conversation and I hope you come back for more. Come back soon because there's going to be a lot more episodes in store and I am so grateful for all your support. Thank you for listening once again. Until next time.